0: Daily with Jason Mertidis. All right, here it is your Sunday, Easter Sunday, April 4th edition of Flyers Daily with Jason Martinez. It's rare that you say a loss is okay. It is a results oriented business. And when you're in the playoff race, as tight as it is for the Flyers and little margin there is for error, the game against the New York Islanders last night was a good game. Everything but the end result. There were so many elements of the game that were so far different than the month of March. And that's a good thing. That's a really good thing. It was a much more detail-oriented game. The team played well. The goaltender, Carter Hart, played extremely well. He did not look like the Carter Hart that we saw in the month of of March the defense around him did not look like the defense in the month of March it was much tighter it was much more detail oriented and when the details weren't there we saw it on the second Islander goal a failed clear where JVR tries to loft that puck out of the zone but Joel Farabee knocks it down that's your human reaction to knock that down and try and clear it yourself but in doing so it knocked it right to an Islander player and Anthony Bavillier picked up his second goal of the game. Flyers battled back in the third period. Claude Giroux was excellent in the game and picked up two goals to get the, uh, the game tied, get it to overtime. Flyers did outshoot the Islanders, had some good opportunities on Ilya Sorokin, who was also good in the game and uh, infallible in the shootout. He was tremendous. Only one goal scored in the shootout in the fourth round by Matthew Barzell on Carter Hart. Carter Hart, the glove hand, was still being targeted. He made several really good glove saves. They get a point out of the game because of the goaltending, because of the work of the captain, because of the team effort. And I read the quote yesterday from Jake Allen of the Montreal Canadiens talking about guys doing their job, and 5- to 10-foot passes are better than 50- to 60-foot passes, and those details of the game. And more often than not, when you're playing with those details and you're doing your job – you're going to end up on the right side of it. They didn't end up on the right side of that one. That's a good hockey team they played too, and there is no moral victories when you're chasing it and you had a really bad month, and a lot of that was self-inflicted with bad play. But that was a great first step in the month of April, all things considered. So, look, the schedule over the next week is very difficult, and it's going to basically determine everything. Three of your next four games – are against the Boston Bruins, the team you're chasing who got a win last night, a 7-5 win over the Pittsburgh Penguins and picked up two points, and the Flyers picked picked only picked up one. The Rangers only picked up one point. They're still tied in points with the Flyers, but the Flyers have a game in hand. So this next week is going to determine everything. But that's a good start from a hockey process standpoint to the month of April when you compare it side-by-side side to the month of March, and we haven't seen the Boston Bruins, since Tahoe, since February 21st or 24th, I believe. And the the, the the Boston Bruins have owned the Flyers this season to the tune of an 0-3-2 record. So the Flyers have to, these next three of four games against Boston, and by the way, the, the other game, the fourth game of the four, is against the New York Islanders, who were tied for the top spot in the division and obviously are a really good team. So it's going to be a really, really important week for the Flyers, and it takes you all the way up to Saturday, April 10th, just two days before the deadline. So this is about the most critical stretch of the season. No moral victories. They need to get points. They need basically to go 2-0-1 against Boston at a minimum and beat the New York Islanders on Thursday night. Are they capable of doing it? Well, we'll find out. But it was a great bounce-back performance for Carter Hart after his reset on the season. I thought Travis Konechny was phenomenal in the game. He had two assists. Claude Drew was really good in the hockey game. Uh, the defense was much better, and the detail was, was there defensively. Didn't give up a ton of off-the-rush chances. I mean, I, I, the only really off-the-rush chances were right at the very end of regulation and a couple in the three-on-three three overtime. So uh, the, the rush chances were there. Why? Because they were getting pucks deep. And they were clogging the neutral zone when the Islanders were coming up the ice. So those things all paid dividends. Guys did their job, didn't try and do other people's jobs. And when that happens and everybody's doing that, you heard Sean Couturier talk about it. You know, some guys have nights where they're on, some guys have nights where they're off. When you're a pro, you got to have, you know, your on nights have to be nine times out of ten, not six out of ten. That's what it takes to be a good professional hockey team or a good professional sports team. Flyers took a big step in that direction. Again, the you didn't get the two points. You got the one point. You lost in the shootout, but a good first step. Now the table is set for three of the next four against the Boston Bruins coming starting on Monday, tomorrow, and the other game against the New York Islanders. Two of those games on the road, two of those games at Wells Fargo. So, a huge week on tap for the Philadelphia Flyers. Let's get to the head coach. We're going to hear from the head coach and Carter Hart. We'll go back to back. We'll start with Elaine Vino, his thoughts on the game, and roll right into the goaltender, Carter Hart.
1: Hey, Elaine. Elaine, what is your uh, feeling on the way uh, the game went tonight? Uh, you know, didn't get the win, but uh, but uh, certainly well enough to force the overtime. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you look at the, the way we played five-on-five five tonight, uh, I liked our game. I liked our game defensively. Uh, we didn't, uh, uh you know, have uh, a lot of turnovers or, or, or mistakes we were on the right side of the puck killing a lot of plays and we generated, uh, you know, enough chances to, uh, uh in my estimation, anyway, uh, uh, win this game. Uh, we were down by 2, you know, our uh, captain made 2 big plays to tie up the game and, uh, we weren't able to get it done in a, in a skills competition where we had the opportunity. Was this the kind of return game that that you wanted to see from from Carter and Ned after the reset? He played well tonight. Uh, You know, he did what uh, we expect a goaltender to do: is uh, give your team uh, a chance, and he did that. Uh, You know, unfortunately, on on that first goal, that's a play that we should be able to kill uh, right to take away that pass, and uh, you know, on the second goal. Pretty good shooter shooting the puck there. But, uh, you know, I, I thought we played well in front of him. And, uh, unfortunately, we weren't able to get it done in the shootout. Uh,
0: yeah, just how impressive was Claude Drew in that third period? Um, It, it seems like if it's not for him, uh, you guys don't get a point.
1: Yeah, that, well, there's no doubt. You need your top players, uh, you know, to, uh, like I said before the game, to, to permit us to have a playoff push. And we needed Carter to come up big for us tonight, and he did. So, uh it was a, a game, you know, well played. Unfortunately, we came on the wrong side. Uh, we'll re-energize tomorrow and get ready for Boston.
0: Can, can you take us through what Carter's week was like leading into leading up to this game as he prepared to get back out there?
1: Well, it's pretty much what I laid out uh, to you, uh, you know, when uh, we decided to, uh, you know, make this decision. We wanted him to practice. So uh, he's been practicing. uh, uh Every day except Thursday, which was a mandatory day off. Uh, he's had some good workouts. Uh, yesterday when uh, I asked him if he's ready, there was a definite yes. And in my estimation, it showed in his play tonight. He uh, was determined, uh, and he made some big saves at the right time for us.
0: Hey, Lane, um you entrusted Lasinski with uh, PK time on those two big kills in the third period. What was your assessment overall with his debut game?
1: Well, first time I, I had the opportunity to, to really see him, well, it was his first game, so it was his first NHL game, uh, you know, for the most part, you know, I thought he did well. Obviously, this is a, a moment that uh, he's going to remember for the rest of his life. And uh, hopefully uh, for him, it's a step in the right direction
0: yeah hi carter i have two questions if you don't mind um first one is uh, can you kind of walk us through uh what your week was like leading up to this game how you approached it and uh you know what you kind of worked on a little bit um
2: yeah i mean just got a good week of practice um got a bit of a mental breather from the game as well um and just came to practice every day um not pouting, just having fun with the boys and competing and battling and um, just showing up to work every day with my uh, hard hat and my lunch pail, you know.
0: And as the follow up, um, well, you know, it's been documented a little bit. The teams have been trying to, to shoot to the, to your glove side a little bit in, in most games. How, how much of a confidence builder is it for you? Have so many big saves tonight that were on that glove side with your glove to really kind of catapult you forward? Uh, Yeah, I mean, I just
2: kind of tracked the puck and shots over to my glove. I caught him, so it was uh, good. It always feels good when you make a save.
1: Carter, what was it like in the locker room after the second period, heading into the third, uh, you know, down to nothing, and then obviously you guys came back to.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know what? We knew that we were playing great 5-on-5, and um, we just had to take that momentum into the third period, regardless of the score. Um, we did a great job of battling back. I mean, the first ten minutes of the third, there, um, we really took it to him and, and got rewarded. G with a couple of nice tucks, um, post in bar down. Like, can't get any prettier than that. So, it was uh, obviously not the result you want uh, at the end of the day, but um, great, uh, great for us to battle back there in the third and get get uh, get one point. Hey
1: Carter, uh, you mentioned a couple of minutes ago about the benefit of getting the the mental breather this week. I guess what were the challenges of March and, and the schedule, and, and kind of trying to push through without having that opportunity for that mental breather?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think March was definitely pretty jam packed, but I think April is just just as much. So um, it's definitely going to be important down the down the stretch here to make sure that. Um, we're ready to play every night, and I think a lot of that is going to be uh, recovery and, and rest and making sure we're doing the little things to prepare and, and so that we can come out and play and, and give out give our uh, 100% effort every night because, I mean, we're getting down to crunch time here um, with only not sure how many games are left, but a handful of games here, um, pretty much one calendar month left. So it's got to be ready to bring it every night.
0: Carter. Carter. Uh, just how big is this back to back with Boston? Obviously a team you're chasing. Um, just what's the magnitude of these two games?
2: Um, to, yeah, I mean, definitely we, we know that they're the team that's ahead of us in the standings, but um, we'll prepare. We'll do the things we do that we usually do to prepare for a hockey game and one game at a time. We got Monday night here in Boston at seven o'clock and uh, just got to be ready for that.
0: There's head coach Elaine Vigneault and Carter Hart speaking after the game, and Carter kind of downplaying the week and just getting back to, to having fun around the guys. And But he, he put in the work, and you saw in his game, the elements of his game, his positioning. Uh, the New York Islanders targeted his glove hand in several different fashions in that game, and his glove hand passed the test on every occasion. The two goals that he let up, the first one, the power play goal by Bavillier on the back door, Great pass by Matt Martin, and uh, Bavillier kind of slipped in behind the coverage of Oscar Lindblom on that power play. And then the goal in the second period, the other Bavillier goal, the 5-on-5-1, failed clear. Uh, Barzell lays a perfect pass, puts it on a tee for Bavillier, one-timer from the dot beats Carter Hart. Other than that, he, he made all saves in the game with the exception of the one to Matthew Barzell in the shootout, which turned out to be the one that got the Islanders the extra point and prevented the Flyers from coming away with two points. But a good first step. It's a good first step, and a huge week of hockey awaits, and I can't wait for it. Everybody, enjoy your Easter Sunday, and we'll talk to you on tomorrow's Flyers Daily. Lights go
1: out and I can be saved. That I try.